I'm guessing that if you've ever dated anyone or been in a relationship, you found yourself in a situation where you argue over the most tedious, dumb stuff, right? I don't know about you, but I've been in arguments with my hubby over the cleaning of the dishes, making the bed. And while you think you're actually arguing about the dishes or the bed, the truth is, guys, you're probably not arguing about that at all. And you're probably actually arguing about your values and the difference between your values. Now, look, this can get super freaking complicated. But by the end of this episode, I'm telling you, you will learn exactly how to communicate these values and hear your partner's values with zero judgment so that you guys can get aligned, get on the same page and start actually having wonderful sex in the bed instead of arguing about how and who is going to make the bed. So guys, if this episode did bring you value, share it with your partner. This is one of those episodes that will be so great for you to sit down together and listen to and then come up with your own way of handling these types of situations. All right, now, without further ado, welcome to Women of Impact Relationship Advice Edition with me and my hubby. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Relationship Theory. I am your co-host, Tom Bilyeu, and I am here with the lovely, beautiful, and talented... Lisa Bilyeu. I thought you were going to finish it off there. (laughs) (laughs) No, I figured I'd let you jump in on your own. Uh, welcome guys. Always a pleasure to have you guys here with us. Excited to be doing another episode of this. All right. This question comes from Samir Mohammed. Um, and he asks, Hey guys, you two are the definition of relationship goals. Thank you. I have a question. Consider me a younger Tom who just met his Lisa. What are some core values that you think would be absolutely vital for younger Tom to have communicated thought through with his his date for successful marriage life with his date oh 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 with the person that he's dating yeah all right to so be a successful yeah. marriage i think that's aimed at you mm-hmm. consider me young times no. <laughs> <laughs> um so what values was i trying to communicate sure um, in the beginning, the things that I felt were really important weren't anything specific necessarily. So absolutely vital to mm-hmm. have to communicate through um, to, for a successful marriage. So more than I think that it's anything specific, I think you have to be honest about who you are, the things that you like, the things that are meaningful to you. So obviously getting you to understand my level of ambition was critical. I needed you to understand that because that was never going to go away. That wasn't, I mean, we talked about that really early on. It's like, you can ask me to give up. I didn't say this, but the moral of the story being once we are committed to each other, you could ask me to give up anything except my ambition because it's the one thing that is so fundamentally me that if you were to ask me to give that up, I would cease to be me and then resentment would build up and it would be a nightmare. Um, other things are sort of affectations, right? It's like, okay, you um, you don't, this wasn't something, I'm just trying to think of something. You don't want me to play soccer because hitting the ball with your head causes brain damage. Oh, okay, well, you know, something like that is not a fundamental part of who I am and, mm. you know, whatever. So something like that, I literally can't think of anything that, like that, that we had to give up, but like just the, the thing that I knew was so fundamentally me that just was off limits. Um, we talked about that. Um, we talked about things like, I'm always going to find other women attractive, like just the nature of a human being type stuff. I did not want to play the game of you or me expecting of you to pretend that like, we're not 
locked in the human condition. And the human condition is people find people attractive. So I was like, look, I wouldn't trust you. This was back when Brad Pitt was just at the height of his sexiness. And I was like, I wouldn't trust you if you said that you didn't find him attractive. Mm -hmm. Like, so please don't put me in a weird position where it's like, oh, no, no, I only have eyes for you. It's like, now I, I am uneasy. If I just know you're going to be honest, you don't feel that you have to hide anything, then it's like, it's kind of like facing the, uh, this just came up to me this morning. So uh, military people have this saying, never put your back to an entrance, right? So they always try mm-hmm. to sit at the back of the room and facing just so you can see things coming. And like in a relationship, if you're not pretending something about your nature um, is, is a way other than it is, then it's like, I can see everything coming. Right. So I don't have to feel weird or awkward. So I was very upfront about that. I will always find that was amazing, by the way. I remember when you said that to me and I was like taken aback because I had, you know, come out of a long relationship where the guy was jealous if I even just like my eye happened to glance past another guy. Yeah. I mean, look, that just comes from deep insecurity. Right. And here's the thing. I get it. I have my insecurities. And part of being in a relationship is giving the other person that power, like literally giving them the power Mm. to destroy and then. The other person, like they earn their credibility by not destroying. Like, and if you're with somebody who abuses that, man, that to me is is a literal cardinal sin. Like, cannot, I would never tolerate that. Um, so yeah, f- being honest about the fundamental nature of human beings and not pretending like you've somehow transcended that, um, being honest with those things about you that are fundamentally you and that aren't things that you're going to give away. And then, God, like this is gonna sound weird, but your level of excitement for things like passion, like sharing that stuff and seeing if the other person is equally excited by that. Because at the end of the day, like there's gotta be things that you guys share that you're really clicking on, that you're both passionate about, Mm. that you come alive when you talk about, that you're gonna be able to enjoy together. And then, God, what else would I think somebody needs? I just, sorry, you can keep thinking, but like I really wanna go back to that um, because you had pretty much our first date or let's say our first couple of weeks of dating you had said that to me about like of course you're going to find other guys attractive like I'm not it's actually even more impressive and more meaningful that in fact you said this about me right like both it's actually more meaningful when there's a sea of good-looking people sea of intelligent people sea of all this the types of people you would be drawn to but I choose you that's actually more powerful than saying, I don't find anyone else attractive. I don't think, I don't have eyes for anyone else except for you. And when you said that, and this was kind of at the beginning, I was like, that's so true. And I, I think in society, we're just so taught that the second you get with somebody, you can't, you have to shut off that other part of you. And so it just becomes a, um, it's false, right? Like, and now, like if, we're at the gym or, you know, I'll say to you, like, what do you think of that girl's butt? Like, do you like it? Because I want to, <laughs> right? But like, I want to know because I want to know like, oh, cool. Because I actually think she's, you know, got a decent tushy. That's something I want to build. <laughs> this is getting weird. Um, right? <laughs> like, I so want that type of butt. Do you like it? Because right. that's what I'm going to work towards, you know, or a woman's arms. Like, do you think her arms are too muscly? Right, right. So I actually... Yeah, I don't mind. Um, and vice versa, like saying about the Brad Pitt thing, like you were so right. It's like, of course you're going to find other people attractive. Just because you've started dating someone doesn't mean that you shut off that part of you. And so, yeah, I think that that was so interesting, powerful. I'd never heard any other guy say that and be that confident. So even if you were insecure, like it didn't come across like that. Yeah, look, my thing is that 
if you're only with me because I am the most attractive person to you, like even not even in the world, but just to you, like that is so not anti-fragile. Like that is such a position of weakness. What happens if I get in a car accident and and I have a scar, right? Oh, so now we're not going to be together. Like it's just crazy. It's crazy. So be upfront, be respectful, be like yourself, be deeply passionate, be engaging, be interested. Like, at some point, like that, we need to write the the twenty five bullet. Yeah, point people are asking like, right it, now, and I literally have it on my list of important things, and I just have not had a chance. That list is getting longer by the minute. Um, but yes, so a lot of people are saying, "Where's the human it? condition? The Where's human condition? The human condition? Like we're all people." And that is so true. And I think that is we can just embrace it instead of like trying to change it to something we think it should be. People be a lot happier, man. People be a lot happier. Get behind that notion of commitment. I am with you because I am committed to this. We're all going to turn to, look, maybe one day medical science reverses this all. But right now, we're all on a trajectory to become a bag of wrinkles. That just is what it is. And because I knew it's a one-way street to bag of wrinkles, like I was way more worried about you, right? So because my thing is, guys, to a certain age and extent – they become more attractive as they uh, get Ooh, older yeah, and this. obtain wealth, right? So, and women become technically less desirable as they age. So it's like, that's a shitty proposition. So you're saying that like, we happen to be meeting here in our early 20s mm-hmm. where it's like, I'm not in a great position, but I'm going to be, right? Because you, you got with me when technically I was super undesirable, uh, did not make a lot of money, did not have access to resources, was young, so I didn't even have like wisdom. So it's like you're kind of getting me at the bargain basement price and here you are at the height of your attractiveness um, and that according to society, it's like just all downhill from there for you. And But for you, it's... Right, I'm going up and you're coming down and that we just happen to meet like in the middle. <clears throat> and that just seemed like a a super shitty way to live. Like talk about being in a relationship should make you feel better about yourself, period. Like why would you make all the sacrifices? Like it's got to be building you up. It's got to be better. It's got to be more amazing. Anything else. So literally I'm going into it thinking, okay, well that would suck if you didn't feel like, dude, we're in this forever. Mm -hmm. And that means that we have to reconceive of being with somebody because of beautiful. So my thing is, look, she is beautiful. And I enjoy the shit out of that. And the fact that you take such good care of yourself, like I enjoy it. I don't take it for granted. I make sure that you know that I like your tushy. Is that literally? <laughs> she has never said that polite. word ever before in her life. Airs and graces and tushy. Like <laughs> the microphone brings like the weirdest words out of you. Because normally I'd say off. Yes, I'm yeah, saying it. Like, Baby, do you like that woman's ass? Do you think it looks good? Yes, I do. Thank you for pointing uh, it out. That's literally my wife. She is not bashful. If she thinks somebody has a, a good body, she will be the first to point it out. I remember one time, hey, everybody, if you have kids in the car and we haven't already scared you away, uh, now's the time to plug their ears. <laughs> we were once at a, a, a the Roosevelt Hotel. Like this wasn't some like dicey place. We're at the Roosevelt Hotel here in Hollywood, and these two women, topless, mm. start kissing. I never would have noticed. You grab me and are like, check that out. And I was like, my wife, ladies and gentlemen, is the most amazing human being ever. Zero jealousy. It was incredible. Yeah, but you've but made me not 
fear jealousy and I think that look it's a it's a kind of mixed bag right you've got to have confidence you've got to have um because look there are moments that I don't feel confident at all but you have really um you know you're always very complimentary and I just think it's important to make the other person feel um good about themselves and you've said that to me so many times where you've said like um like one day you will be a bag of wrinkles one day and and it's like and you keep saying I will love you for that And so that just makes me feel, you know, like I think every woman fears getting older to some extent. Like I actually don't fear it, but I do know one day I'll be super wrinkly and super, you know, like, but I look at the women in the gym and I look at the older women and I'm like, they're a bad ass chick and they're not letting them. Do you remember that woman that was deadlifting? She was like 70 years old. That was legit. And she was like deadlifting like, what was it, 120 pounds or something? I think it was more, like 135. Maybe. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I remember but, thinking, wow. Right. And you were like, like, you need to be like, you need to be strong. You need to, right? So that's something in my control. I can't right. help getting older, right? None of us can. But you were like, you need to make sure that you're going to be around for a long time. So you need to right. stay strong. Like, look how. Imp- so it was a shift, at least in my mind, of what was impressive. And like for you, you're like, it's strength. It's the mindset. It's all these things that don't have to do with things that you can't control, like getting old and getting wrinklier. Yeah. And I mean, look, I will tell you right now that the number one bullet point of being in a relationship is make the other person feel secure and safe. That's it. That's yeah. the name of the game. And because that's what I want so much, like, I want to make sure that you have that as well. That's just like, I, otherwise, sacrifices in a relationship just, it doesn't make sense. Being in a relationship is a sacrifice. You are doing things you wouldn't otherwise want to do. Um, the only time in my life where I have legitimately thought I might get arrested right now was when you had your 103 degree fever one of the times I wasn't traveling Mm. and the clinic wouldn't see you because of our insurance. And I was like, yeah, I don't think they understand. Like you're fucking seeing my wife. Uh, and yeah. So, uh, yeah, you have to. Yeah. 